You are listening to Kingdom Faith, where we focus on the Christian life, the good stuff, and the hard stuff. On this week's episode, we're going to discuss uh, early on perspectives and, and where we are now in our Christian uh, walk, Ben and I. And, uh, but first off, uh, I want to ask Ben, do you think you're grown up, Ben? Do you no. think you've Do you think you've peaked? <laughs> I, I, those are two different questions. <laughs> I do not hope I've peaked. <laughs> But as far as being grown up, I would probably say yes, but I, at the same time... See, but my perspective's different. I don't think you're grown up. Do you think you're grown up? Yeah. Yeah? <laughs> <laughs> no, I don't know. I'm, like, in between. Well, the other, so the other day, Juliet got new plates, and I'm the one who had to go and put them on her car and replace her old plates and deal with, you know, the rusty yeah. screws. And it was this you know, 15 minutes of chaos. Mm-hmm. At that point, I'm like, you know, if I was a kid, I wouldn't have to do this. Yep. So Those think, are definitely you know. the things that uh, make you feel grown up, mm-hmm. like having to put tags on your car and and even though they're simple things like putting a, a sticker on yeah. a plate or, or having to just put the plate on. Um, I'm trying to think. I I, had no I do one. a lot of childish things. Yeah, but there are things like paying the bills. Like I wish I just didn't have to do yeah. that. I know one. Like there's things for I both ha- of us. I have to be. There's things I have to be grown up about. Mm-hmm. But there's things that I'm not grown up about. Yeah. Uh, so tomorrow, Juliet and I have to take our dog to the vet, and I know that you recently had to take your cat to the vet. Mm-hmm. And, you know, if I was a kid, that's something that mom and dad handle. But tomorrow I get to wake up super early on a Saturday and take the dog to the vet. Yep. And, and there's probably lots of other things. It's because I'm but, grown up. Yeah, But I, but think, I haven't peaked. <laughs> uh, I might have peaked. I don't know. Who knows? It's probably all downhill from here. We'll look back. Yeah. We'll, know. We'll, we'll have a perspective <laughs> about it later on. Comment. Um, Give us. Leave us a comment. Have Phil and I peaked? (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Yeah. Don't do that. Um. So we're gonna we're gonna talk about our early on perspectives and maybe some of the perspectives. Um. Maybe you've maybe you listeners have also had these same type of perspectives. Uh, When I was a when I first became uh, a believer, I was in high school. So I mean, I wasn't like a kid in children's church or you know as a an adult adult. Um, be, you know, receiving the Lord because mm-hmm. you, you're gonna view things different depending on you know where you're at, maybe in just your age group yeah. also. Because so when I was a, I was in high school, so you know you already kind of you already have sort of a perspective on how the world is. You know, as a kid, you don't really view the world as really much of anything, maybe a playground. Mm-hmm. Um, but you know, maybe you're starting to understand some deeper stuff. Um, and then I, you know, got saved and, and early on, maybe I'd say a year or two, this is where these probably started to develop a little bit. Um, but, um, this first one I want to talk about is I only really was expecting good things from God. Mm -hmm. Like, you don't, you don't normally think about, you know, some of the deeper stuff, like the sufferings and the pains and the troubles and the trials and the tribulations and yeah. and all those things that kind of work in that category of not being as, you know, good or feeling good or making you happy or joyful um, or some of those things. And really viewing God as just, you know, really one thing. Yeah. 
a provider of happiness, mm. you know, and he does that. Don't get me wrong. God definitely does that, but there's much, much more to him than, than just that. So I, I kind of had this viewpoint that maybe nothing bad was going to ever happen mm-hmm. to me. It's kind of hard to explain, but um, that there was just going to maybe be this protective hedge and, and nothing nothing was going to be able to penetrate it. I was never going to go in through any financial troubles or or family members passing away or, or anything like that. Like That just really wasn't going to happen to me because yeah. now I'm a Christian. I don't have to worry about that stuff. But um, obviously that's going to change yeah. because I think most people, for the most part, can agree that, that that's not the, our life here on earth, that that's just not going to happen. But kind of what goes along with that is kind of another perspective I had when I first became a Christian that um, this was basically it. When you say this was basically it, what do you mean? Yeah, <laughs> I uh, that we were basically on our own. What we had here on earth, that, that you know, we got to partake in that, and then there was just going to be something better. Like this world was just going to kind of just go away, you know, when, when Jesus comes back and that we we're going to just get, we we're going to get to go to heaven and that, you know, God really wasn't going to really deal with us here. Um, he wasn't really going to put his hand anywhere here. Like, yeah, I understood that he knew, mm-hmm. he knew, you know, everything going on, you know, he, he even has a purpose for this world and, and some of those things, but I never really thought that God would interact personally in my life after really salvation that he wasn't going to you know provide for me physically or or be able to um you know comfort me and and some of those things that that I was just going to have to figure it out on my own yeah and kind of just wait you know figure it out on my own and just wait until I get to heaven before you know we, we really experience um the good stuff yeah god helping us mm. in the good stuff when but uh, let you know you know obviously that perspective has also changed for me um so there's some of those things so ben what's maybe some of the early on perspectives you've had yeah well you know i agree a lot and i align a lot with that first one you said that idea that uh you know if we're a christian we got god on our side nothing bad's ever going to happen and we even talked about this before the show started that's you know we're young so a lot of these perspectives was when we were kids when we were teenagers Mm -hmm. but both of these perspectives that you just laid out i would say are perspectives that a lot of early christians have yeah like that first one is that idea where you've gone through a lot of trials in your life and then you've come to this point where someone shared the gospel with you and so now you think like it's all going to be good from here Yeah, like it's all going to be just uphill and Mm-hmm. And it's just going to be good. And for me, you know, I can't say that I've had a hard life. I, I don't want <laughs> to downplay it. Uh, but, you know, I also had that perspective. You know, everything's going to be okay because I got God on my side. And, you know, life is hard. We are all experiencing a hard life right mm-hmm. now. <laughs> but God's seeing us through it. Mm-hmm. Uh and so that's one, that, that one that God's going to, everything's going to be great. That's obviously changed along yeah. with you. Uh, another one that I uh, struggled with, and, and if you know me personally, sometimes you know that my brain goes to weird places. And so there was one point where for a period uh, of time in my life, 
I thought just having a normal everyday routine was not a good thing. Mm-hmm. Uh, See, but before you you know explain that, I'm I'm exactly right along with you, mm-hmm. um, because we've talked about this before, uh, Ben and I have, and the idea that making a routine just for some reason you always think that it's just gonna get boring or mm-hmm. or some of that. So I was definitely I thought the same thing when I was a teenager. Yeah. Oh. You know, doing the same thing day in, day out. You know, you're a kid or you're a young adult or you're just a person. Yeah. You want to lead an exciting life. Mm-hmm. You want to go on adventures. And when I was a kid, even now, I'll sometimes I'll just get bored and I'll say, Hey, Juliet, you want to go take a drive? Hey, you want to go do something? I need to do something. Mm-hmm. I always say go on an adventure because I want to <laughs> sound cool. But <laughs> there was this long time where I thought, being a normal, average, everyday person wasn't a good thing. And it, it took a while for that perspective to change, but it has. And we'll talk about that more in the second half of the episode because we're going to talk about that shift mm-hmm. and why it happened or where it's at now. But that was hard. It was hard seeing my life start to unfold into mm-hmm. a routine and me being like, I'm doing what I don't think is right. Mm-hmm. It's... It's so easy, I think, for for us to get caught in that trap of of thinking, like having this perspective one way and being like, this is definitely right or this is definitely the only way that it can be. And then later on in life realized, oh, wait, this this isn't how it is. Or this, maybe that wasn't such a big deal. Yeah, maybe it wasn't such a big <laughs> deal. Exactly. Um, and, and some of these things, you know, were hard press perspective Mm -hmm. especially the routine one because um i was like well you know if i if i give let's say a hundred dollars every week you know that's good as a believer to do that to root to routine yourself to give this amount yeah um you know every week as an offering now don't get me wrong if you want to give more or less or whatever just you know give what god's called you to give that's that's fine yeah but I, w- I was always thinking, you know, you know, in my head that that was a bad thing, that I'd get caught in this routine and I wouldn't be doing it for the right reasons. And that's a big one because I always thought that if I, was, if I was to do something on a routine base, I'd get caught in the trap of, of doing it for the wrong reasons. You know, I'm doing it just because I have to. I think that's the one you hear mm-hmm. all the time. When, when you're talking about the Christian life and, and being in a routine is – is you, you get to a point where you feel like, oh, I'm doing it just because I, I feel like I have to. Yeah. And don't get me wrong, that's not the best place to be in when you're talking about that stuff. But even then, you're still that's ob- a That's obeying. a better place than not doing it at all. Yeah. And we're like, like Ben said, we're going to talk more about specifically these perspectives that we've had. But there's many people, many many believers have have many different perspectives and those perspectives can change mm-hmm. and I, I think that's just what we want to get across here in the beginning is is our perspectives can change based on a lot of times just our maturity level yeah. in our christian walk and that's not a bad thing that's a good thing. no that is it's definitely a good thing because it shows that you're growing um it's it shows that you're listening in in some of those things um maybe it shows that you're reading your word and, mm-hmm. and you're diving in because i know the only reason why i know uh, these new perspectives that i have is because i have begun to read the word more and more through my christian walk and, and realize that okay some of these perspectives i've had early on maybe they're not maybe they're not as good yeah. as what they what i thought they were 
and I'm not saying maybe some of the perspectives I have now will probably could possibly change on certain perspectives that I have um, and that's okay as well mm-hmm. um, you just have to make sure that you're in the word and you're in your and you're doing what you know you ought to be doing and, and we'll talk about that as well so we'll move here on to the next part and that's just where maybe some of our perspectives are now Ben go ahead and take us away yeah so um, the whole routine thing uh, the biggest one Jesus had a routine mm-hmm. uh, and looking back specifically at that viewpoint I had, you know, I look at it now and I'm just like, that was just me. That was just me thinking something and there wasn't a whole lot of biblical basis for it. Mm-hmm. And it took me a long time to acknowledge that and change it. But now I start digging into that idea like, you know, Luke 4.16 is the big one we always talk about. You know, Jesus came to Nazareth where he'd been brought up, and as usual, he entered the synagogue on the Sabbath day. Mm-hmm. Jesus went to church on a regular basis, <laughs> and and that's just a kernel. But from that kernel, we can see that if, if Christ had a routine of doing things on a regular basis, then it's definitely okay, if not good, for us to have a routine of mm-hmm. doing things on a regular basis. And, and the other verse was for that was uh, 1 Corinthians 10.31. I had Phil look it up for me. Uh, it, it's, you know, whatever you do, like in word or in deed, do it for the glory of God. But how Food or drink. Food or drink. There is another passage. He's not wrong. Yeah. There is another passage. I, th- I don't remember. It's either in Ephesians or Galatians where it says, whether in word or deed, do it all in the name of the Lord Jesus yeah. Christ. So j- just this concept that... Everything that we do, we can wake up in the morning and we should give glory to God. We mm-hmm. make breakfast in the morning and we should give glory to God. Mm-hmm. We go to work and we should give glory to God. We come home and we should mm-hmm. give glory to God. And if that's all you do all week is if you dedicate everything you do yeah. to your in your life to God, then you're having a good week. Mm-hmm. And you're getting opportunities to share the gospel because you're interacting with people in your daily life. It is impossible to not interact with someone unless you're a really good hermit (laughs) Um, and so just dedicating every aspect of your life to god every day you are impacting the kingdom positively and i think with that um you know with the routine and i think that's the key Mm -hmm. knowing that what you're doing whether it seems uh, boring or or whatever or constant or all the time or uh, i work you know nine to five job and I do this five days a week and sometimes maybe six days a week and it seems like I'm doing the same things over and over and over again you have to know that those things also glorify God if that's what you're doing Um, you can do the same things over and over again um, and one person can be glorifying God doing it and the other person not glorifying God doing it and I think the one who glorifies God while, while he or she does it is the one who benefits from their routine because you will benefit from a routine and I think that's where I was also um you know I came to a a realization that oh wait this these routines are actually helping me in my Mm -hmm. Christian walk praying at a certain time every day or making praying a priority in my life is actually helping me making sure that I read something a passage a scripture um every day is actually helping me it's not it's not hurting me so um and, and I don't think that um, I've actually ever come to a place where I was like, this isn't worth it or this doesn't seem, you know, seems like I'm doing it all the time or some of that. Because yeah. 
you, you, you understand that you're doing it to glorify God. And then, like you said, you're going you're gonna to interact with people, and, and they see a routine. People also see your routine. Um, just like I'm sure I, I've noticed other people's routines. Mm-hmm. And, and people start to question, you know, why does, why does Ben pray at 8 o'clock at night every night? You know, maybe I should start doing that or something like that. Um, and those are cool things to see as well. Yeah. And I, I guess one that I didn't talk about earlier uh, that I should have because I'm going to talk about it now is, is the idea of when I was younger, I was very strict in in my beliefs and and when I say that I mean that I thought I was right and me being right meant others were wrong Mm -hmm. (laughs) and it took me a long time to change that idea that just because I believe and think and do things a certain way doesn't mean that others can't do things or think things that are different from me and not be okay mm-hmm. and, and what I'm talking about specifically is kind of like church denominations or just churches in general like not every church sings the same songs like what we're yeah. talking about not every church does the same things the same way and sometimes those are like church doctrines and sometimes those are just routines mm-hmm. and it took me a long time to be like the way that I do it the way that we do it is good, but it is not necessarily the only way to do it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And maybe that just came with age. Now that I'm older and I know that the world is a bigger place, mm-hmm. it's easier to see that. But it is something that has changed for me. Um, and with the the perspective I had with the sufferings and some of those things, um, you know, I, I began, you know, when I began to just kind of dig a little bit deeper in the word, there's some people that really just got got a bad sheet mm. in the Bible. <laughs> you know, they got uh, chewed up and spat out. <laughs> um, not a whole lot of good happened mm-hmm. to them. Now, they understood the good in it, and, and I think that's what they un- they had a good perspective of it, even yeah. in the midst of suffering. And that's because they were dedicating it to God. Yeah, so. they're glorifying God. <laughs> <laughs> but like, I'll just throw out the example of the disciples and or the apostles. You know, they they endured suffering basically up until they died. Mm. Um, you know, they they had a good three years <laughs> with Jesus for the most part. You know, some some persecution in there here or there, but. Um, but after that, it was basically almost nonstop persecution. Now they saw some amazing things mm-hmm. too, but um, and just about all but one suffered all the way up into their death and yeah. and, and died. Um, so you see that we also see old, in the Old Testament some people just don't have the best life here on earth. Um, they had a pretty hard life. Yeah, and I you know I be, I just began to to understand that. God works in all things. He works in the midst of our sufferings, and and even when He allows sufferings and trials to come upon us, it's for good. Mm. It's for our good and the good of others. Now, it's hard to understand, don't get me wrong, and that's why I didn't have that perspective at first, because that didn't make a whole lot of sense to me. But it does now, because I understand that I get character and hope and perseverance and all those other things that are mentioned throughout the Bible that we get through trials uh, and, and troubles in our life and you know just knowing that the disciples and the apostles were willing 
to take it to their grave. Yeah. We're, real, we're willing to glorify God to their death um, because they understood that, yeah, you know, there is a better place. There's a better uh, home in heaven. But ultimately, it was to share the gospel. Mm. It was so that other people could partake in the, the, the better place, the, the home, the, the heaven. They understood that the only way that that could happen was through Jesus. And they were willing to, to die for it. Yeah. Um, and, I, and I think that's what started to, to mold my perspective. Because early on, I didn't really have any knowledge of the disciples. Especially not after Jesus. Mm-hmm. Not after their time with Jesus. You know, I didn't understand the book of Acts or, or Paul's letters and or anything like that. I didn't really even, in the beginning, have a whole lot of desire to know some yeah. of that stuff. I, you know, I want to know about my Savior, but after that, I think I got it. I, mm-hmm. I, I think I, I can figure it out. Yeah. Well, that's not necessarily true. You know, those were, those were to show us how do we know that we should, you know, with food and drink, glorify God. Mm-hmm. You know, the whole Bible is inspired. So I think that that helped my understanding there. But with just this last thing, um, you know, just this idea of feeling that, you know, I was all on my own. Yeah. You know, God would, was there, but, you know, it was my responsibility. I guess this is a better word. To, it was my responsibility to figure it out. Um, and no, we have responsibility um, for sure. But here, Second Corinthians 1.3 says, Praise uh, be to the God and Father of our Lord Jesus Christ, the Father of compassion and the God of all comfort, who comforts us in our troubles so that we can comfort those in any trouble with the comfort we ourselves receive from God. Well, right there it shows me that God gives me comfort so that I'll be comforted, mm-hmm. and then that comfort is supposed to go to others. Yeah. Because And then, then that glorifies God because that comforts God's comfort. Um, and I know that maybe that's a little bit hard to follow there, but <laughs> a lot of comfort, <laughs> a lot of comfort. You should be the comfiest, uh-huh. <laughs> the comfiest you've ever been. But that there, and there's so many more. There's that's that's just one little example mm-hmm. that shows that that God is compassionate and and helps us and provides for us and and is always there. He's not he's not a God who saved us and now he's just sitting in heaven and waiting for us to come home. Um, he interacts with us every day and especially if we're willing to interact with him i think that's the key you know we we have to be willing to talk to him to to ask for things to to worship all those things that we ought to be doing um definitely help us understand or help me understand personally that that i'm not all on my own that i got the best help that i could have here in this suffering world and to be able to endure it because um, if I thought I was all on my own, then I'm got a pretty hard road. Mm-hmm. Even, even you know, even though the disciples, you know, they went to the you know to their own crosses, they were you know stoned and all those other things that many of them many uh, happened to them. You know, they were they understood the unseen and we've yeah. talked about that before here on this podcast and they understood that there was much bigger picture and that this work this this life on earth actually is important and i think that's where maybe i was a little skewed that this wasn't really important anymore mm-hmm. i was saved i get to go to heaven so i really care about this world anymore um we well, should yeah because there are people on this world who 
don't have Jesus, don't have, aren't saved, don't have good perspectives, and and not that my you know certain my some of my perspectives are oh right because they're probably not, um, but there are some perspectives like knowing that God is always there, that's just biblical truth, mm-hmm. and you just uh, your perspective slowly, and that's why, you know I think once you mature as a believer, once you start uh, growing then your perspectives might start to change a little bit. Yeah. You know, and and change for the better because you just know more. You've gotten more knowledge and wisdom through the word. Um so you're able to have a, a better perspective. But here Isaiah fifty five, eight through nine, I think this is a powerful verse. Um verses. Um and it's it I've heard it a lot. Mm-hmm. Um, but I've not really ever thought about it in this way, in perspective ways or, or something like this. And not that it's, it changes any because it doesn't, but it does apply, I think, a lot. So it says, For my thoughts are not your thoughts, neither are your ways my ways, declares the Lord. As the heavens are higher than the earth, so are my ways higher than your ways, and my thoughts than your thoughts. Ben, what do you think about that passage? Uh, it is kind of you know i think you read this passage and it kind of depends on where you're at Mm, yeah uh to me when i first read that it makes me laugh because it makes me think of someone just being like telling it like it is (laughs) you don't know the mind of god you don't know jack (laughs) (laughs) Uh, but it's also it could be kind of comforting because you know those bad thoughts i have those thoughts i want to get out those aren't God's thoughts. Mm-hmm. God's thoughts are good. Mm-hmm. And, you know, the, when I do something bad, when I do something that I immediately regret, that's not God. That's me. And and God is better. And, and by following him, by pursuing him, I can be better. So it can be a comfort as well. Um, you know, when I, when I look at this passage, it's funny because I do also think that. <laughs> but uh, just this... This idea that it really doesn't matter a whole lot what our perspectives are. Mm. I mean, it does a little bit. Don't get me wrong. It does matter. But ultimately, the only thing that matters is God's thoughts. The only thing that matters is God's ways. Um, The only thing that matters is that he's much higher than we are, that he knows more things than we do, that, um, you know, he just... If you have to rely on somebody for thought, you know your thoughts and your ways and your understandings and your knowledges and and all those things, you probably better be relying on his thoughts, yeah. his ways, his knowledge, his wisdom, um, because if not, you can fall into the trap of having a wrong perspective, mm-hmm. not having a right perspective, or or even sometimes a close perspective, yeah. not even being close. I mean, when you're not even close, that's that you you're falling too far away at that point, but you can get it right. You can get it back. Yeah. Because I, I I'll I'll say this as a teenager. Now looking back, even though as a teenager I thought I was always right, but looking back, <laughs> I I know I did stupid things and I had I thought things I shouldn't have thought and and I went ways that I shouldn't have went. Yeah. So I think with just that, you know, it doesn't really matter what our opinion is. It matters what God says. Yeah. And after thinking about it a little bit, I jotted this down. And it's that God should influence how we view the world. Like Mm -hmm. our perspective should Mm -hmm. be 
through God's lens, through yeah. God's eyes. It shouldn't be the other way around. Mm-hmm. The, the way we view God should not be influenced by the world. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, and when you get that backwards, you you start to try to lead the way and do things your own way instead of letting God lead the way. And that's when you get into trouble. Yeah. That's when you start not just to think wrongly, but it's also when you can start to kind of fall off the path. Yeah. Because a, a flawed worldview, when it comes to something as big as God, it, it can lead to bad places. Mm-hmm. I just now, I just now thought about this, but um, I, I guess I didn't really think about this. But uh, when our thoughts are skewed, then our ways are skewed. Mm-hmm. If you think one way, that's the way that you're going to go. Yeah. So if, if you, if your thoughts are wrong then more than likely your action is also going to be wrong. Yeah. Um, so I guess, you know, it goes full circle here. You know, you you have to have the thoughts of God to move in the ways of God. Yeah. Um, and don't get me wrong, none of that stuff's easy. You know, it takes commitment. It takes obedience, ultimately. You have to be willing to obey even when things don't, Makes sense. Yeah, because a lot of times, whatever views God has aren't going to be yours. Yeah, so it's going to seem like you're doing something wrong, I mm. guess. Um, but you're actually doing something good if you're following in God's thoughts and God's ways. Yeah. So I think that's what I get really out of that passage there. And like I said, the whole, the whole chapter of uh, 55 of Isaiah, it's really all about that idea yeah. of God being much greater than us, higher than us, all those things. So... Um, ben, do you have any final thoughts? Uh, my final thought would kind of be just a continuation of what we were just mm-hmm. talking about. So uh, if you are going the right direction, and that right direction is just one way, and it's forward, and eventually at some point you, you know, kind of your way gets skewed, like yeah. what we were talking about, and it's just a little bit. You could be going for such a long time until you finally realize that you are going the wrong way and then you realize that you are so far away from where you should be because it was just a little bit and mm-hmm. it took a really long time. Yeah. So we, we've said this a lot of time. We have said this a lot, but don't be afraid to check yourself. Don't be afraid to ask others to check you. Don't be afraid to ask God to check you. Mm-hmm. That self-evaluation, well, like what we were talking about in the beginning of not getting into a boring routine of not letting things get meaningless. One way of doing that is asking God to Psalms one thirty nine it to search your heart mm-hmm. to make sure that you are focused on the right things. And so that's my final thought. Just a continuation of what we've been talking about forever, Phil. <laughs> <laughs> Every episode. Psalms one thirty nine, Kingdom Faith. <laughs> that's it. We just that's what we should do. Just. Mm-hmm. Read that verse every episode and call it good. You're listening to Psalms 139. <laughs> um, but just a continuation of, of, of that. Um, God, God's willing to take you back. Yeah. Just because you've had a perspective for 20 years and it's been wrong and, and you know it's wrong now and, um, and you think maybe it's just too late, you know, is it really worth even going, turning back or, or getting taking the exit back on the right on the right road it's worth it it's worth it yeah it's worth getting back on 
God's way. It's worth getting back on God's thoughts and in mind. And and I think with the routines and in, in, in knowing that that uh, God is uh, above us, that God um, not only is above us but loves us. Yeah. That He's not just some being out there moving pawns and and playing chess. Yeah. You know, He's He loves each and every one of us and wants to see the good. Mm-hmm. Wants to see us do good, be successful. And when I say successful, I'm not talking about get you a bunch of stuff and all that other stuff <laughs> that we think is successful. Um, he wants to see a person who loves him, worships him, and is willing to tell others about him. Yeah. Ultimately, that's it comes full circle right there. And and your perspectives can can determine whether or not you do that well. So And that's really what I want to say because if I still thought those couple of things that I said early on, I don't even know where I'd be. Yeah. I don't know how far along in my Christian walk I'd be. I don't know if I'd understand the good stuff and the hard stuff uh, about the Christian life. And, and I'm still learning every day. My perspectives are, are, are changing little by little, just hopefully changing towards God's perspectives, mm-hmm. God's ways, our godly worldview or some things that we've talked about here on this podcast. So, um, Our weekly verse is Psalms 119, uh, 104, which says... Through your precepts, I get understanding. Therefore, I hate every false way. All right. Well, that concludes uh, this week's episode of Kingdom Faith. Thank you for listening to the podcast. As always, if you have a comment or a request for an episode, you can email us at kingdomfaith2001 at gmail.com. And if you follow us on Facebook today, Phil made a post about... Uh, in a couple weeks, we want to try to do a question and answer episode. So if you are listening to this, uh, send us an email, jump on Facebook, give us a like, leave a comment, kingdomfaith2001 at gmail.com. In a few weeks, we would like to do solely a question and answer episode. And it can be anything. You want to ask a, ask a silly question? Ask a silly Ask a silly question. <laughs> All right. Thank you for listening to Kingdom Faith.